This is Tyree Saunders, and you are listening to Inside the Tunnel, presented by VT Scoop on 247sports.com. Go Hokies. Get out of here and get something cold to drink. <laughs> Y'all want to, too, you know it. All right, let it rip. Let it rip. Let's go. Hey guys, it's Matei from the future here. Just want to give a huge special thank you to Tyree Saunders who came on and crushed the podcast. It was absolutely wonderful. Special shout out to Evan G. Watkins as well, who makes his return to Inside the Tunnel. It was a lot of fun. Tyree breaks pretty much everything down, talks about his recruitment, talks about what he hopes to do at Virginia Tech, talks about things outside of football, some of the guys he's recruiting, some of the friendships he's established. One thing I got to say, audio may not be the best at all times, but bear with us. I promise you'll enjoy it. And without further ado, let's jump right on into it. All right, everyone, we have a very special interview tonight. We have Virginia Tech wide receiver signee Tyree Saunders joining Inside the Tunnel tonight. We also have insider from VT Scoop, Evan G. Watkins. Tyree, what's going on? What's going on? How are everybody doing? I can't complain. I can't complain. I think it's been a good night. Uh, you know, how, how's, uh, how's everything down in Florida? How's the weather down there? And it's pretty good. It's a little rainy right now, but, you know, we've been having some you know, sun the past couple, three days, so, you know, a little rain don't hurt nobody. You know, just like how, how the weather is right now. Yeah, it's rainy and cold here, so sounds sounds about right. But let's jump right into it. Let's start at the very beginning. We know that your dad was a Florida State legacy, um, and it seemed like in the beginning of your recruitment, Florida State was kind of the dream school. So... I just want to know, what was it like to know that Florida State wasn't really recruiting you? Uh, it, was, it was like, it was different because, like, they, you know, at one point, it was talking about they were recruiting me hard. Then, like, it would change, like, the next week because the coaching staff, you know, because when they first started recruiting me, uh, it was Jimbo there, you know, his, like, his last year because I was, like, my ninth grade or eighth grade year, his last year. Then, you know, they went they, at the gym or they went to, you know, Willie, of course. And then, you know, all the different wide receiver coaches changed. You know, they, didn't, they had a different wide receiver coach before they got to Dugan now. And he was actually recruiting me. He had, he, he was actually, you know, writing a few games. And, you know, he was actually looking at me. Then they changed to Dugan. And, like, Dugan, he recruited me. You know, at first he wasn't recruiting me. He was recruiting some Miami boys. Then when he found out about me, he started recruiting me. Because he was actually at Miami when he was at Miami. He was recruiting me to come to Miami. Because he was at one of my football games my junior year, and I had like 150 yards, and he had saw the game, and he started recruiting me there. And then he got flipped to Florida State, and then he looking at stuff. So it was like a lot of different stuff went into it, from coaching changes to me. You know, it's a lot of stuff that went into it. I you know, just I guess it wasn't just uh, wasn't allowed to happen. I guess it was something different for me to go. Yeah, and I only bring that up because. I just want to know your mindset. Obviously, you're from Jacksonville, Florida, and it's not every day that Virginia Tech goes into Florida and, and gets a recruit. So just when did Virginia Tech first come into the picture? What were your first impressions, obviously, coming from Florida? And when did you know in your heart that you wanted to be a Hokie? Uh, well, the process with Virginia Tech, it started, I want to say, spring. That's when uh, either spring or the winter, 
that when uh, uh Coach Mitchell, the former D V coach, you know, he came to the school and you know, he you know, he talked you know, he talked to me, he talked to a few other people on my team. And, but he you know he didn't hear offer me at that point. And at that point I had like probably ten or so offers. So it was like before I you know I really got all my offers. And, you know, he you know, he gave me a plan for, you know, when we come to camp. So they wasn't they wasn't recruit me though. And as the process went on, I gave I gained more offers. I had a great season. And then they had a you know, then we had a day you can that really, really started. You know, I wasn't, I was, you know, looking at the rate of Hokies wasn't on my radar, I guess you could say. Coach Wild actually hit me up when they had the JUK. He hit me up like the day, about a day before the camp to let me know that he really, really wanted me to come to the camp. And by then, I already had my first, like, couple power five offers that when I was starting, you know, going to visit other schools. And that's when it all happened with Virginia Tech when I went to the camp. And I was just, usually, you know, a lot of people, Coach Wild said it himself, a lot of kids who got a lot of offers don't go to camps. And run, you know, you know, I used to stay compete, but you know, me being a competitor, you know, I was like, you know, my well, why not? You know, it's in my shit, I don't gotta go that far. So you know, I went and compete, you know, did what I had to do, and you know, next week that when I received the offer, you know, the the whole coaching staff was there besides uh Coach Williams and a couple other people, but Coach Leante was there and a couple and Coach Wild and a couple uh, I guess assistants were there. So I was just there, I did my thing and then what led to next week when me getting offered which led me, you know, go on my visit, building relationships with Everybody I needed to build relationship to start recruiting other people. Then I really figured I wanted to be a Hokie until you know towards the early signing period, and that way I'm, I guess you said I made it official. Being being from Jacksonville, being a wide receiver down there, uh, obviously the last big receiver Virginia Tech got out of Jacksonville was Isaiah Ford, pro impact guy, went to Trinity down there. Did you ever cross paths yep. with him? I know he's a little bit older than you, but did you all ever cross paths? Uh, cross path wise, I won't say I, I didn't really get to talk to him. You know, he was kind of way older than me. I was in middle school when Isaiah was in high school, but I actually talked to. But you know, we played for the same 717. You know, and I met. You know, I, you know, I, I met him. You know, once I think he came back to town, and he I came to a practice. You know, he had talked to. You know, he didn't want to talk, but it was, you know, we wasn't. But yeah, I was getting recruited. That was like my ninth grade, tenth grade year. But you know, we talked to him. Then you know, he'll tell he'll give us some pointers. It was you know, you know, play a former player coming in and give uh, pointers and stuff. But I talk to him now as you know, we I got his Instagram and everything. We test every now and then, you know, we test every now and then ask him to come back to the city and we can work out and stuff. But you know, just both of us going to the same program and knowing similar people from his high school. I know his high school coaches. You know, so we got you know, we we're pretty cool, you know. I'm glad I do know him. What's his message to you as he reaches out to you? Uh well last time you know we talked we talked about Virginia Tech. You know, I'm not gonna say too much, but just basically you say, you know, go in there, you know, business minded. Work hard, do, it, do all the things that they asked me to, and do the extra stuff that you know I've been doing. But do it like two times harder, do it two times more with nobody living, because that would make the difference, you know, between you and the next guy who's on a different team or on your own team. But he like, you know, if I really want to make it to the next level, which is always the goal, I gotta put in the work. That I gotta put in the work two, two, three more times harder, and just stay prayed up, and just do my best I can, and let everything fall where it be. That's basically his message. Besides all the stuff that we talked about. Yeah, and I, I want to keep on these relationships. I know you have a really good relationship with a dear friend of yours, Keontae Jenkins, but you guys are both from Jacksonville, Florida. Just talk to the people that may not know. How did you guys become so close, and what is it like to you to know that you two not only are great childhood friends, but will be able to play together in college? Um, just, you know, we, you know, we went to elementary school together, so just knowing him off that, you know, coming up elementary school together, we, 
you know, Pop Warner wise, you know, we we didn't start off on the same team, but towards the end of our Pop Warner career, yeah, boy, you know, we both joined up. He came he came to my team actually tonight, you know, I did a little crew in there. So he came to my team and Pop Warner and we had to put a good team together. I think we won the championship that yeah, I don't know, but just you know, just knowing then we play AAU together, you know, I had to be going out of town, being with your buddies. So you know, just good relationship from there from elementary first grade all the way up to Pop Warner to middle school. You know, being in a hotel, playing basketball, you had to ride around together. You know, you got a long-time relationship. And you, know, you got two people chasing, you know, trying to be great, you know, trying to do the right things, trying to make it to the next level. You know, nothing really can go wrong there when you got the same mindset and focus. And that made the bond better. And, you know, I'm trying to accomplish this, and he's also trying to accomplish the same thing. So when we all together, we all know we all can get each other better. So, you know, we get to play, play with each other in high school. You know, we kept in contact. You know, 707, we played together, I think, one or a couple of times. You know, in college, you know, the opportunity arose for us to be on the same team again. And, you know, we're doing it now, and we're going to be roommates, so we're going to be even more close. What about uh, what about Keyshawn King? I know he's from that area, too. Are you, you, uh, you close with Keyshawn King? Uh, Keyshawn, uh, I'm not, I won't, I won't say I'm not close with Keyshawn, because Keyshawn, he grew, you know, I was on the opposite side of town. Keyshawn was on the other side of the town. He was about 30, 40 minutes away. So I never I never get to, got to play against Keyshawn. You know, you know, you always hear about who's good in the city, who's, you know, who the, who the top ball players are. And, of course, you know, I heard about Keyshawn his senior year. I heard about him junior, but his senior year, he had a monster year. I think he had about 2,000 yards, and he, he was towing that rock. And so, you know, of course, I got in contact with him. And once I found that, once I got Virginia Tech as an offer, I got to know him. I knew, I knew about him. We, you know, we follow each other on Instagram, you know, social media. But, you know, we didn't really have a conversation where we could talk all the time, but. Now, you know, me and him talk a little bit every now and then. We talk a lot when I go out there. You know, he's pretty cool. You know, I'm looking forward to being in a relationship with him more when I get out there. But, you know, Keyshawn, a real ball player. And, of course, everybody in the city, if you're good, everybody in the city knows who's good. So, how do you really find out about each other? Hey, talk talk to me and, and tell the people a little bit about Jafar Williams. We don't – you know, in the media, we don't really hear a whole lot about him. You know, when he when he when uh, when they do, like, post-game interviews and things like that. He's not a guy that really talks too much at the mic. So, you know, what what's he like? What's he what's he like as a coach? What's he like off the field as as a, as a person? Someone that's been around him and spent some time around him. You know, what what are your uh, your takeaways about him on and off the field? Uh, I'm, I would say, because you know, he 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 has, you know he's a good guy, good coach. You know, he had a good mindset. I like that's one. He also one of the reasons I committed. I like how he, uh, I guess on the field wise, I like. How, you know, he got a system, you know, basically, you know, because some coaches play favoritism. I, I don't know if I said it before, but some coaches play favoritism. Like, you know, I like this guy over this guy. Because we're not that guy at all. He's a production guy. He's a production. What you do in practice, he gonna, that's, that's what we're going to play in the game. So if I, you know, if I ball out in practice, you know, stay consistent, do know what I got to do, I'm going to see the field. If I don't, you know, he's going to talk to me. And he think about he completely honest. That's one thing I can say. Him, Coach Fu, and then the whole office, you know, whole staff in general are completely honest. You know, they're very transparent about what they expect, what they want me to do, what I got to do to do what I want to do. So, you know, just laying it all out on me so it's going to be, you no, know, oh, man, I was expecting this or I expect this to start. You know, so me going there, I'm not expecting to, you know, oh, he told me I'm, I'm going to start or he told me, oh, I'm a red shirt. He told me, hey, how I come in practice, how I come in compete, do the right thing. I'm going to de- determine my own, you know, my own, I guess you could say, future if I'm going to play a lot or if I'm not going to play a lot or if I'm a red shirt. Well, I'm a starter, so you know, and then all the people, you know, he's yeah, he's cool guy. He got a relationship with you. He, you know, he could talk about talk to him about anything about other than football. 
But he's pretty young, you know, he's not young, young, but you know, he's pretty young, so you know, he's pretty here, he's cool, laid back, cool guy, you know, he just he's a good guy you hang around with, you know, if you wasn't playing football, but on the football field, in business, you know, anything I do with football about business, you know, you gotta keep that mindset, try to be professional because you know, he knows most players wanna go to the next level. So he's trying to show that next level mentality where it's like, hey, you know, next level it's all business up there, you know. Everything, you know, is like ninety nine percent business up there. So he's trying to show you basically how it's gonna be, just trying to, you know, help you so you'll know going into your situation and what to expect. So just him being able to do that and you know, showing that and being completely honest, I feel like that's a great thing being a coach and I really look forward to, you know, getting up there and him making me a better player on the field and off the field. Now, talk to me about uh, about Justin Fuente. You know, walk me through a little bit of, of things with him. I mean, he's always – when he's at the podium after games or when he's, he's doing his weekly press conference, he's really guarded about, uh, you know, the program and things like that. So so talk to me about what it's like to see him kind of behind those closed doors. How, you know, how energetic is he? How does he relate to, to you, you know, when you were on your official and you were around him or – other times you've been around him, talking to him on the phone throughout the the recruiting process. You know what's uh, what's Justin Fuente like for you? Uh, coach Fu is actually a good coach. He kind of remind me more of my he remind me more of my high school coach. That also I feel like I kind of liked him. You know, and I, I feel like I bought into him being honest. You know, it, you know, I, I, keep, I say honest again, but it's just like his honesty about everything. Because my high school coach, he was very honest. You know, up with me, my high school year, tell me stuff that I probably didn't want to hear. Now, you know, I was balling out. He tell you know, tell me stuff, you know, I probably didn't want to hear that moment, but I knew if he told me the truth, I mean, he really cared for me. And Coach Fu is kind of doing the exact same thing that he reminded me of my high school. You know, he tell, you know, he told me what he wants from me, what I need to do to reach where I want to go. And he's just saying that example. And, you know, he loves football. He want to win. So he's going to win with the best players. You know, he's going to and Like I said, throughout the whole, you know, whole office staff or the staff in general, they want to put the best players on the field to win, and they're going to be honest about you. And one thing, you know, he told my parents, he told me, he told me from my parents, Tyree come in, do what he need to do. Yeah, there could be opportunities for him to play. If Tyree come in, messes up or don't know what's going on, or, you know, just, I guess you could say not on the eight ball, you know, Tyree going, you know, he probably redshirt him or won't be no play time. You know, him saying that from my parents, you know, it's a lot more head coaches, you know, who won't feel like from the parents. So just him being honest, he loves football. He want everybody to reach their goals. And he knows you got to put in that hard work. You know, work determines everything. How are you working? You know, what you're gonna get, what you put in, you're gonna reach out. So him, uh, now him with also, I guess, media while I get talking to y'all or talking to media at a podium. Uh, that just, I don't, I don't know. That just, you know, with us, he's way different. You know, he's talking to us. He love. He has, he has stuff about football, stuff about not football, about school, regular stuff about that. I know. I guess you know, media wise, I guess you could say media changes the way he say. You know, they can miss school words or miss school how he say things might enter it. So I guess. That probably most on that part of him. But other than that, you know, in person, he's a great person, great coach. He's on my family. You know, he's just a, he a great guy. He gloves. You know, he talks he talk a lot, you know, that's me. So I don't, I don't know media-wise, you know, he's amazing. You know, a lot of people don't like talking media-wise. But to me, to a lot of other players and other recruits, he's very open. You know, he talks about anything, asks about anything. He is a pretty chill guy. He understands stuff. You know, and Coach Smith Coach kind of hip, you know. He kind of hip with us now. So he's pretty cool. I like everything he do. And that's, that's pretty much what I can say about Coach Fu. That's my man right there. Your recruitment was pretty kind of kind of smooth sailing after you committed to Virginia Tech. But then right before the early signing period, Charlie Wiles leaves Virginia Tech. And I know now he wasn't the wide receiver coach. He didn't even coach on the offensive side of the ball. But Charlie Wiles was a big part of your recruitment. 
So can you talk about, you know, what your relationship was like with him, how you found out he was leaving Virginia Tech, how that conversation went, maybe what what he said to you? Did he try to keep you with the Hokies? You know, what was what was he saying and kind of, you know, walk me through that that phone call or that that conversation you probably had with him? Uh, well, I found out, you know, Coach Two, I mean, that uh, Coach Wild wasn't coming back. The the same day of my official visit, my last day when I was flying back, I found out, you know, when I landed back in my city, you know, that, cause, you know, I saw it on, I think I saw it on Twitter or, or something. I, I saw it on somewhere. Then I asked him, that, you know, he confirmed it. And then we talked about, he still wanted me to come to Virginia Tech, you know, he said that's the place for me. And relationship wise, for a while, you know, I, I like, I love Coach Wild. He, you know, he went and I got, got it going for me to Virginia Tech. You know, he like him. He was honest about everything, and just you know, he's a good coach. Now, you know, of course, I wish he could stay and then let him go. But you know, like I said, it's a business as well. But you know, he didn't try to you know, deter me from Virginia Tech. You know, you told me he still still feel like that's the move for me. That's the best opportunity for me. So just him, you know, speaking of that, really tell how good Virginia Tech is. You know, for me, the opportunity was and the coaching staff in general. So it just Kawhi, you know, he didn't he, it didn't impact my recruitment to the point where you know it changed anything, but. It definitely want, I definitely wanted him to stay, and but he didn't impact my recruitment like where I would go because you know a he wasn't my position coach or the head coach you know but just having that good relationship with him you know the fact you know he confirmed that he still wanted me to go to Virginia Tech and you know, do the right things you know and go get the opportunity that's there for me that was very you know pleasing. So I want to get your thoughts on your recruiting class, and I know maybe you haven't seen everyone in action that's coming up with you in the 2020 class. Um, but I know a lot of fans are looking at the numbers and they're seeing the class is ranked number 72 and they get a little down on that. But from your perspective, who do you think coming up with you fans should be excited about or that you've heard of that you think could become big players for Virginia Tech? Player-wise, besides Keontae, you know, I already said I think Keontae would be a baller. Besides, besides my friend and my future teammate, Keontae, I'd probably have to say Dorian Strong, a quarterback coming up from Virginia. You know, you know, I know I, of course, I've never seen him play in person. But I watched a couple of his videos and highlight tape. But his body type, you know, his size at DB, 6'1", 6'2", I think he's 6'2", 6'1". That's great size at DB with the arm lift. And that's, you know, you can't beat body. You know, you can't teach, you know, height-wise and arm lift-wise. You can't, you know, you can't build somebody that. So just being him learning the right, you know, right technique and being coached up, I thought he could be that, you know, that real lot that corner on the one side, you know, going against, you know, Trey, Tavion, me, other receivers, and the other receivers that are coming in, you know, we're all going to get each other better. And I feel like if him going against us, and it's getting better, I feel like he'll be one of those breakout superstars, DBs, who might be the next, you know, part of the DBU, you could say, on the defensive side of the ball, due to his size and length, you know, his attitude around it, the way he plays from what I see through the video, you know, he's kind of aggressive. You know, you want that in your DBs. Definitely, you know, at this point, you know, at this high level, you know, once back with tackle, who aggressive, who gonna try to pressure the line for like with right teaching and coaching. I feel like he'll be a real, real big ball player for us and probably change games and be one of the top DBs in the country when it's all said and done. That's just one of them, I think. So heading up to Blacksburg in 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 few you know a few months. You know, you're you're a guy that you've never lacked confidence. I mean, I've tweeted it about about it. A lot of other people have as well. You're kind of a headliner for this class. You you you, you know you're all about the business, and you know that you got a chance to play early. 
you know, what are your expectations for next year? You know, sell us, sell the fan base on you as a football player, your abilities, and uh, and kind of set your goals for your freshman season. Uh, well, my first, you know, my first goal for my freshman season is to get on the field. You know, one way or another, from either you know, either starting, playing a lot, rotating, in, or being on special teams. I just want to go on the field. You know, being on the field to keep your morale high, keep your confidence going, and you know, it just make you want to get better as a person to improve. And you know, to do the best you can. So that's my goal. My first goal, you know, to get on the field, learn the playbook, you know, compete, become the better player I can be. So when I do get on the field, also wise, I know what I'm doing because I don't. What, last thing I want to do is not know what I'm doing. That'd be the reason why I can't get on the field because I don't know what I'm doing or I'm not. I guess you could say ready for the college game. So just getting myself ready for it, working out. When I, you know, when I do go, ahead, I'm ready to hit the ground hard. You know, I'll be coming off a track season, so. I'd be, I guess you could say, I'd be in, almost, almost, I won't be in near shape as the players who are there, but I'd be in better shape, you know, ready to compete, run, summer conditions, summer workout, whatever the case may be. You know, that track, you know, that track, you know, it's, you know it can do something to you. So once I come up there, I'd be, I'd be faster than, you know, I'd be my fastest before I get up there. I think I'd get bigger, get stronger, learn the playbook, and, you know, just, you know, seize my opportunity when they come. And then, you know, once I hit the field, make my best opportunity, you know, you know, score touchdown, make big plays. But also, my main goal is winning games. So winning games, you know, you, you, if you help me win games, that means you can be on the field a lot. So all coaches want to want to win. So if I help them win by any way, I'm going to be on the field. So if, we, if I'm on the field and we winning, that makes it better. So my number one goal is to get on the field, to impact and help my team win by any means of this player. So that's just so that's pretty much my goal. Yeah, and I, I want to talk about your game a little bit. So – the one thing that I really like about your senior year tape is that you aren't just a one move and go type of player. You tend to do a lot of different things and you line up all over the field. You're on the return units. You kind of do it all. Uh, but when you get to Virginia Tech, do you think you'll have like a very specific role? Do you think you'll be an outside receiver, inside receiver? Well, you know, talking to my position coach, he knows, you know, basically – once it based on what I learned, that's why I keep coming back to learning the playbook. And you know, the first you know, first spot they want me to learn is the slot because, well, you know, because I guess you could say my size wise, but they want me to move around because you see how versatile I am. But you know, plays wise, I guess, and how they run a system you know, through the receiving wise, they want me to learn the slot first. Once I learn the slot, then you know, I can move to the outside. Once I learn the outside, I can move to you know any other spot they want me to. And put you know, and according to those you know punt team sports. You no, know, I would be on a special team, you know, one way or another. I know they got Tavion right now on punt return, kick return, or whatever the case may be. You know, I'm I'm down to do kick return, punt return, you know, whatever the coach want me to do, you know, because I just want to go on the field back to where I want to get back on the field part. But they say I will have opportunity, you know, to be maybe the backup punt returner, backup kick returner, or wherever the case may be, but I will have opportunity to do, you know, do hopefully wherever they, they want to put me at. But, I'm, you know, but officer-wise, I just got to learn my spot. Once I learn my spot, I can move on to the next position I need to learn. And once I learn all that, you know, then you know, it's free game and I'm versatile. And then, you know, we just moving. That's how I look at it. All right. We got some fan questions. Um, so the first one is from Ray Bands. Um, and he wants to know what former Virginia Tech wide receiver do you think you resemble the most? Maybe it doesn't have to be a Virginia Tech wide receiver if you want to choose anyone in the NFL or in college, mm -hmm. just what game do you think 
like you best translate to? Mm, well, I say my best. I try to resemble my game or my my best game. I resemble it's probably Odell Beckham. That's my favorite receiver. You know, I, I've been watching him. I guess you could say when he, since he was a rookie. You know, he has, you know actually you know his, his last year in college. But you know, just he like one of my he caught my eyes. I like, like the way he played. He's like, oh, I was already playing receiver, but you know, when I was you know when, as I was coming out of part one, I was bigger than most kids. So you know, everybody used to call me Mini Calvin Johnson, Megatron, because that was Calvin Johnson was his thing. But I was part one level, and you know, once high school came, you know, I wasn't you know I wasn't six five, six four like Megatron. So now to find a receiver, you know, who who about who's my size, and, you know, got by the same build or possible build I can be at, and that way you know order Beck, you know Beckham came onto the scene for me. And from you know from since then, I you know, love how he played, the energy he brings, you know you know the one-handed catches, the long runs, the exciting, you know just bring excitement to the game while also you know being passionate about it, you know that's just, that's my favorite. That's how I try to resume my game. Just you bring the play outside, outside. They put he could do kit, uh, jet jet sweeps. You know anything you know you know anything you know any way they could get Odell the ball. You know, that's how they put it. And I look at myself as that. Like, I want to be that guy where they can put me anywhere. And if you can, if they can put you anywhere. I mean, you can play more. If you can play more, you can make an impact more. So that's how I look at it. You know, he's my favorite receiver. I like how he got his swag, how he comes to the game. And, you know, he come, he come in with, you know, bit, I guess you could say, bit time expectation for himself. He expect to have a big game. Now I look at myself while in high school, I'm coming in. I'm looking to have a big game. I'm looking to have over 100 yards. Just help my team win it anyway. Now, you know, if I don't have 100 yards, we win the game. I know I won't be mad. I won't be mad, you know, if I don't, if I don't do good and we still win out. Because in the, the day, I'm also a team player. I want to win. So winning solves. I won't say winning solves everything, but winning help a lot. You know, help a lot. I've been on winning teams, and I've seen like you know how how winning could do. And I've been, I've been, I've been on losing teams where losing, you know, you could be doing good, but just losing can kill a lot of stuff or make a lot of stuff pop up. You know, which wouldn't pop up if I wasn't losing. So just that, you know, just he's my favorite player wise though. That's how yeah. I'm doing my game after. I think I think Virginia Tech fans are going to be extremely pumped to hear the OBJ comparisons. As long as you're not running into or fighting some kicking nets, I'm sure they'll appreciate that. <laughs> uh, nah, nah, nah. I'm, I'm passionate, but you know, I ain't, I ain't never been, in, I ain't never been into the hurting myself. I don't like being hurt or trying to injure myself. Nah, you know, that's, I guess you said you know, that's, that's that passionate. You know, I, 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 I try that up to being passionate, but I just myself, I'm passionate, but I won't be putting my head into a field goal net. <laughs> and then the second part of the question, and and be mindful what you say here in case Keontae is listening. But who wins mm-hmm. on a in a one v one versus you and Keontae? Oh, me most definitely. <laughs> oh, Keontae. Because you ask him, he gonna say him. Now, that's that's doing that now. Yeah, he already knows it's competition. That's my brother. But you know, we we both know we step on the field. You know, it's, it's all because any day gonna get us both better. Competing while they not well being on the same team. I don't gotta see him in the live game. I only see him in practice. And you know, we're gonna be you know, we're gonna be doing, you know, we're gonna be in the same room, sleeping, you know, in the same you know, two feet away from each other, whatever the case may be. So, you know, it's gonna be fun, you know, we but on the field, you know, hey, it is, you know, it is what it is. You know, we gotta get each other better because we know where we're trying to go at. But off the field, you know, we you know it's not gonna affect us like that. But when we want, I'm gonna say me, of course. Then you add, you go ask him or send him this, he's gonna say, Of course he's gonna win. So it's just that's like the competitor in both of us. Hey, going uh, going off script real quick from these, one of these questions that I know the VT Scoop community is going to want to know, wide receiver coming out of Florida, full of swag, full of confidence, gold grill. Is it going to come out in Blacksburg? Are you going to get a grill done? <laughs> you going to get a grill done? 
Yeah, you gonna get a grill and bring it to Blacksburg? All right, you got one, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm bring it. I'm gonna bring it. I gotta bring it. Yeah, Florida boy, you know, that's just how we do it. You know, we come in that's right, how we just play, and how we, how, and that actually, you know, how we be better than most of, most of the other states in the country. Just our swag and the way that we come to compete, we gotta make our, if we do leave our state, and leave our state for college, we gotta make our state proud, our city, local community, making them make proud, because we know we've seen people come before us putting that work and ball out in this level and in this level after that. So, it's just a part of you know part of us you know we gotta bring that swag. So so the next the next fan question I'm not even gonna try to pronounce the name because I don't know if I can. Uh, <laughs> but aside from football, what is the most you know what are you most looking forward to when you get up at Virginia Tech next year? Besides from football, uh, I'm probably gonna say school because school you know I guess you could say high school. I I love I love my high school you know and I love you know high school being my friends and stuff but. College wise, I say you can say, again, it's focused more on life stuff. Like high school, you know, it, I don't know, you can talk to like a lot of people that you know in high school now. High school is starting to teach us basically how to be regular, not say not to know disrespect no regular people, but trying to be almost like robots. I can say, where like you know they want to learn our math, learn our English, science, and you know just you know learn basic stuff where you know they're not teaching us how to do taxes, how to do bills, how to do uh, entrepreneurship, how to run a business. You know, stuff that make you know, you know, stuff that make you know. I guess you could say, like different instead of you know, just going to a regular nine to five. Which some people, you know, you gotta go to nine to five. You know, but, you know, just I'll say high school don't give you that broad range. Like you know, you don't get an option to choose. You know what? I want to be, you know, I want to be a business opportunity. You know, they teach you what everybody teaches you. If you want to learn, something, you gotta go get it on your own or go to college and learn it. So you know, learn different skill sets. All of for the colleges, be able to choose what I want to do with my life and not you know doing based on what this test score say or what. This what our education system teaching us about what we need to know because some of that stuff we learning we never going to use you know from being you know, either you know working regular job plumbing whatever came like that like certain stuff they taught us is not going to benefit us in our future life where in college you know I get to choose what I want to do choose my profession and then there's stuff for that could teach me how to do it and do it better or go learn that skill in general and I wish high school would be broader and allow us to choose what we want to do in our future instead of you know, just teaching everybody the same thing. Then if you want to go do something, you gotta go out the way and go find something else. So then I look forward to college besides football, just be able to find, you know, and go do what I want to go do and learn it the right way and go get the education I need for it. If that makes sense, you get where I'm coming from. Yeah, and I gotta say, nine to five is not the worst thing. Um, but yeah, it's not, oh yeah, it's most definitely not. It's most definitely not. I actually work. I actually work at nine. You know, not. Oh, I'm working nine to five, but I've been in a nine to five setting, and I kind I do. I took a part time job internship. You can see. You know how I be and be, you know, and I and I actually did like my coworkers. I got I had great coworkers. I still, I still work there. I still do it now. But I got great coworkers. They're cool. So they're like my best friends. It's just that you know I feel like cause I'm like I'm work. I'm like I'm in high school, and the stuff they teach me in high school is nowhere doing what I'm doing in my regular job that I'm doing at at work. So I'm like wow, the stuff they teach me right now, and I'm a senior high school finna graduate. It's not helping me if I went if I took the job full time. The stuff that I'm learning in high school. Is like non-effective. It's like nothing. Nothing they teach me right now is helping me in my is my, helping me in my job right now, which I like doing my job, which is fun. Yeah, I hundred percent agree with that. Um, so I actually I went to Tech, and I gotta say one thing outside all the athletics, probably the best thing about Tech was the food. So did you get to experience oh, any yeah. of it when you were on your official visit? Do you have a favorite dining hall, favorite meal yet? Well, you know, they, they, I ate good. They, 
I forgot what it was. They took me to a, a, a steakhouse. I want to say I forgot what it was called, but it was real good. I had a fillet. Food, I know the food was already good. Every, every, every time I ate, the food was always good. There was nothing not good. Dining hall-wise, I don't think – I didn't get to go in there in the dining halls. I don't know if it was open or closed or wherever the case may be. But, you know, of course, all I heard was great food service, great food, food is good. So, you know what I mean? I love eating. So, I'm I'm, I'm going to eat. If it tastes good, I'm eating it. You know, if it's, it ain't, you know, everything on campus is for us athletes. So, I'm definitely going to use that to my full advantage. So, definitely the food part, I'm all over it. Yeah, and I'm telling you now, like, every dining hall has steak options. So, you're going to love it. But we have a few questions centered around recruiting. We know your big presence on social media. You're a guy that often, if there's a new offer out there, uh, you're commenting on it or hitting up some guys. Who are some of the names or players uh, that you're trying to get to come to Virginia Tech in the 2021 class? Uh, the players I'm trying to get it coming in the 2021 class. Of course, you know we got D, you know D from Texas coming. He's committed, so you know he he's you know helping me recruit. You know he let me know the 2021 players that he likes and stuff like that. But my in my city wise or area wise, anybody from Florida, they get the offer from Virginia Tech. I'm majority. They either hit me up first. But they hit some of them hit me up before I even hit them up, or I hit them up and be like, hey, you know what you what you thinking about? You know come visit. You know all real the first day I'm saying come visit because. I know, you know, seeing, seeing Virginia Tech, you be like, dang, Virginia Tech, that's in Virginia. But when you come out there, you know, you feel like it's totally, you know, like I say, this is home. And that's how I felt on my, on my visit when I went there. So I feel like me or my experience, I can, you know, they can relate to me. You know, we're all from Florida. You know, we all, you know, we all got our lingo, the way, you know, we, you know, certain lifestyle, you know, it's just different. I know, I get, you know, Florida totally different from the other states that I've been to in general. So, you know, they understand me when I tell them, say, you know, they take my word for it. You know, I, don't, I got no reason to lie. You know, I'm not a, I'm not a coach. I'm not getting paid to bring somebody, you know, to Virginia Tech. I was just trying to tell them, like, hey, this is a special place. At least, you know, come visit and see how you like it. But a player, while I'll say Patrick Bryant, he's he's 2021. He's from my city, actually. He's a receiver at a at a rival high school of mine. Uh, then another person I'm trying to get is a this DB. His name is Larry Smith. He go to Lee High School. He hasn't he hasn't received offer yet, but you know that that gonna change soon. I'm gonna you know talk to Coach Smith about it. I know he, you know, he looking at you know, he just got his job, so he's trying to, you know, find a place for him. But you know, I will be putting, you know, him on. He's a great DB. He's a four-star DB in my city. I play seven seven well. He wanted. He's a good technician. You know, he got good use of his hands. So he's gonna be one to look out. He already got major offer from North Carolina and she say Purdue. So I'm trying to get Virginia Tech to be on that list. And you know, once he get an offer, he gonna come up just because of me. You know, we play for the same seven seven team. So he's definitely gonna get a chance to come up once he get the offer. But those are two I'm working on right now. Any more that pop up social media wise that I don't know in person, like the ones that who in different parts of the city or different parts of the state, you know, I hit them up and be like, hey, hey come, you know, come visit. That's the first thing you know, I'm saying, come visit. Or they ask me how Virginia Tech is. I tell them, hey, if you want to go to the next level, because most of everybody who I talk to, they want to go to the next level and they want to win games. I'm like, you can do everything. You can win games, good opportunities to play, come in the right mindset. You know, like I said, you're producing on the practice field. Determine your production on the game. There's no favoritism over here at Virginia Tech. As from some other school, there's favoritism. You know, they believe that. So, they, you know, they always say, I'm going to come visit. You know, y'all starting to see that. Players are starting to come visit from Texas, Florida, Cali. You know, we, we started to go to Cali. I'm, I, don't want, I don't know if they got it from me, but I've been told, man, we need to go to Cali. You know, we need to get Cali boys. I don't know. They took it from me or they already had it on the idea list. But I don't want that said. We should have been, you know, we should start getting Cali recruits, you know, just get, get best players from the best states. 
So just you know, that's the goal for twenty twenty one class. Put the best players together. Even, even though they're gonna be coming in to compete, you know, compete with just trying to play and start, they're gonna make everybody better. And with all the top programs in the country, they bring in players who can try to be better than you to take your spot. So that just make us better, and you know, just make the program better and winning. Like I said, winning solves a lot. So that's how I look at it. What about uh, you know? We, we talk a lot about how you were locked in with Virginia Tech, but did other schools try to flip you? And were other schools trying to, like, negatively recruit Virginia Tech? I mean, you know, especially after Coach Wiles left or anything like that, did, did you hear any negativity about you going to Virginia Tech from other schools? And who tried to who tried to get involved late and try to flip you? Uh, I want to say speak negatively. You know, you know, I feel like all – I want to say all schools, but majority of schools, you know, they you know they won't they won't come out all bright and say that's not the school for you. But, you know, they you know say sister like, hey, I feel like this is a good place for you, or you know this is a better place. For you. you know, you know they say stuff like that. You're like, just I guess just, I won't say slick shots, but like where they're like, you know, hey, you know we feel like we're a better program. You know, because every program feel like they're a better program. You know, no matter who, you know who it is from Alabama to you know I guess you could say Memphis or whatever. You know, you know the school is there. They always want they need a better program. Or like you will have a better opportunity here, better. Better relationship here and there, and that's just that's just recruiting. Why you know they always gonna try to you know sell you or tell you, you know they a better program for you. You know they want to come to this school. You know they want to, and they you know this that's how it is. But recruiting why you know I guess you could say the only school actually that tried to flip me was like uh, I guess you could say Syracuse. They offered me they kind of offered me late in the process like a week before signing. You know they want me to come visit and year you know or they want me to wait till February. You know of course. Florida State, you know, they you know, they didn't they didn't offer me, you know, obviously they didn't offer me, but they came to tell me we had a discussion and stuff. But you know, of course, you know, I still true to my Virginia Tech commitment. I feel like that was the best place for me and best place where I can I guess you can say succeed and reach the goals I want to reach. But those like the only I guess two or couple schools that was trying to recruit me that last like two or three weeks. Red two maroon wants to know who is your closest friend out of the 2020 recruiting class? And I'm going to say not Keontae. And then is there, <laughs> is there any players on the team that you've made like a really good connection with or have a funny story about? Uh, besides Keontae, I guess everybody knows that me and Keontae are good friends, a good teammate. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Daryl Bailey. Daryl, he already DB. We call him DB. He already he early enrolled. Y'all know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, big, yeah, big DM, yeah. I know I met I met him, but when I went out there for my visit uh, after his time, because I, I already had signed. So only I because when I took my visit, I don't I don't I think I was the only one. It was like three of us, you know, besides Khalil. Khalil was you know, but Khalil's a senior, going to be an upcoming senior. So everybody was there. The only person I also was there was Parker. Parker played online. So besides Parker, you know, Parker's a good guy. Parker playing huge. Parker's a goofball, big goofball. Who gonna be blocking for us and who become a good town player? But DB is also one of the players that I feel like I'm gonna be real cool and tight with because when I went up there again after I already signed, he was already early in the road. I was in his dorm, we were chilling, just talking, and I was asking him like, "Hey man, you here before me? So how to practice? You know how to work as how to school here? Like man, it is you know it is what it told us it's gonna be. So I just made me more comfortable with my decision. And you know him, you know he's a good guy. He's funny. He's really funny. He's he's a jokester. He's definitely a jokester. He. DB is definitely funny. That's my boy, though. But he's a funny guy. He he want to be great. He ready to work. He want to play a lot. You know, everybody. I feel like everybody in the 2020 class. You come in with a mindset to start play. You know, don't nobody want to be. No, don't nobody come out and be like, no, I want to be on the bench. I want to be red shirt. Everybody come in with a mentality like, hey, I'm coming to take the next man's job. But you know, doing it the right way by work, out working, 
working hard, making the play, making the right decisions. So that's how you know. That's just how it is. But DB is the other guy in the class that I'm, that I guess you can say I'm building a good relationship with and that I test with almost every other day. So this is not a fan question, but it's a question from me. Um, so I read somewhere that you ran a four four one um at some 40 yard dash at a camp and you admitted that mm-hmm. it was not your fastest so what is the fastest you've ever been able to run a 40 well you no know, clock well you know, I, I i never got it done you know my fastest i ever ran was like a 439 now you know that, of course it was hand time so you know people could say you no know, oh, it's not laser hand time but my dad you know he did he did my he was he when i did it then my coach had got the same time it was, it was at uh we was at my we was at my high school my high school field and I was getting ready to run a four because I was going to the Nike opening I think the next week or two and you know my dad you know he ran you know him being a football player by himself he know what I need to do to run a forty and you know, be fast in it you know and he was actually like we was on our high school on a game day field you know I was, I was at the I was at the end zone at the goal line he was at the forty about the forty yard line and he clocked me twice at four three nine four four zero and then a four four one at the third or second time. So just I feel like that that my fastest, but that was like about a year that was about a year a year from now. So I feel like I'm way faster. Of course, his hand time it could be wrong, it could be right. You know, it's just how it is. But I'm looking forward to when I get to Virginia Tech. I think the first thing you know you do out there is you know run, or they're gonna have you run a see. So I'm looking very forward because I'm going track as of right now. So I'm only getting faster. So I'm really I'm really I'm really you know excited to see my top end speed because I'm doing I'm doing a different type of training with a, with my track coach. And he gave me faster for track, but also gave me faster for the 40 and gave me faster in general, which will translate to football. You know, my dad always say the faster you is, the harder you is to guard. So you know, that's always been my goal is to get as fast as I can. So if you got speed, most coaches don't want to have speed on the sideline. If you got a guy who ran a full four, you don't want to have him on the sideline a whole game. You want to use him some way, somehow, and get him on the field. So that's also me, you know, being smart. I want to be, I want to be fast. I want to get faster. So that's why I do track. So that's what y'all will see. I'm I'm doing two track training. I'm doing I do my regular track practice with my high school team. Then me and my buddy, who my best friend basically, he's a he's really a track star. He's faster than me. You know, he made me want to get faster. So I'm chasing after him, chasing after him, you know, you making him making me get faster. You know, it's just it, it helped us both out for track. So just chasing him, okay. If I can if I can get as fast as a track star who's going to college for track, it's a, it's, a, it's gonna be crazy when I get on the field. And I could just run full speed and just run by anybody. So that's just high speed when I come to my speed. Yeah, I think fans are going to be thrilled. Even, you know, whatever it is, hand-timed or not, if you run a 4-3-9, I mean, that's incredible. Fans are going to love to hear that. And who knows, maybe you're even faster now. Maybe you're in the 4-2s. You never know. You never know. I'm just saying I'm aiming to get as fast as possible. Evan, you got any as last questions? No, I think I think I want to end it on the on the four three nine. I think that that's uh, I think that's a good place to 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 wrap it up. All right, sounds good. So Tyree, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Any special shout outs? Any last words for any of the fans listening? Hey man, just know, uh, hey, I'm excited to come to Virginia Tech for everybody. I'm ready to play. Ready to come make a difference. Ready to come win. I'm ready, you know, to join join the teams and be part of that brotherhood. You know, just represent Virginia Tech to the fullest, but also also represent my city, my family, and my my close friends, my church, and just you know doing the best I can. You know, I'm ready for my 2020 class, brothers. When we all get together, you know, we all coming to make a difference for all the fans. Hope everybody come out to the game, come support us. 
know, we really trying to, you know, we really trying to win. We're trying to build up for this past season. So just that, you know, support us through, you know, a good time and a bad time. You know, just though we're coming to win and trying to make a difference and help out any way we can. And I guess you could say uh, shout out to my dad for, you know, help making me become a player and helping me become who I am also. But other than that, I'm ready to, you know, be a Hokey, be a Hokey, be up on the campus. Go Hokey. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts.